Hello, everybody. Good Nero Shabbos, Parshish Kisisa. Last night we had the incredible schos of being by Rabbi Sidransky's and his wife's daughter's wedding to our Miriam. Big miles to them, marrying Yosef Samuels here in Telstone as well. It was a huge simcha for Telstone, for the Neve family to see such a wonderful event taking place. Rabbi Chemaya Morgenstern was the Masada Kedush, and that was a very special event as well. And I met over there a friend, an old, um, I should say even a Rebbe of mine, Rebbe Noam Kahana, we were discussing the Chere Egel, this week's Parsha. It's the Mamish, not even understandable what happened. How, uh, you know, just moments after witnessing Harsinai, we fall to the levels of Vodazara. But he explained to me that it's not, it wasn't the, it wasn't the Jewish people, the heir of Rav. They were the ones that, interesting story, you know, Medrash says how Moshe Benu want to take out these, these these Egyptians that wanted to attach themselves to us. They wanted to go along with Jewish people and to convert. And Moshe Rabbeinu accepted that responsibility upon himself and he he allowed them to come with us. And they were the ones, when something happened, they saw that the Moshe Rabbeinu was late coming down from the mountain. They wanted to make a Zegel Azov. But it wasn't the Jewish people. But the Jewish people were sort of swept in along with this. And it's still, you know, uncomprehendable how we could be swayed. But he explains that the era of Rav um, convinced us. They started doing this. They wanted a, they wanted to serve this calf. And how many of the Jewish people actually fell in? So you, if you see, 3,000 people were killed by the sword. And it doesn't tell us how many people were killed by the Megafa that happened. And it doesn't tell us how many people were killed by this magical potion that Moshe Rabbeinu later took the eagle and ground it into dust and mixed it with water and had everybody drink. We don't know how many people died from that. What is the meaning behind this? He explained this to me. that these three different uh, methods of killing. Rashi explains that the three three thousand people that were killed by the sword were people that were warned legally, and there were witnesses that they served the Avodah So those are the three thousand people. Then there's another bunch of people that were killed. We don't know how many by this Megafa. Those are the people that were who were Eden, but there was no Hasra. Because again, this happens like mo- you know within moments, and there was a big mess going on. And people were witnessed doing it, but there was no hasra. So therefore, you know, they can't be judged going to the Jewish court system because there's no there's no hasra. Therefore, Hashem killed them by Megafa because there was there were Adam. And then there was a bunch of people that we didn't know if they sinned or not. So we didn't know Hashem doesn't know. Uh, not Hashem doesn't know, but Moshe being as being like a, a a judge doesn't know who sinned. So he gives everybody this magical order. So it's like Isha Sota, where we don't know what happened if the if the woman was faithful or not. So we just know that something happened. We don't know what's going on. So we give the woman to drink to see if she's innocent or not innocent. And uh, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. gave the whole Jewish people to drink. And how many, we don't even know. But this is very, very hard to understand. Um, the whole story is, is really incredible. But in hindsight, we can see something incredible. That we're better off now than we were before. How? Because part of what happened in this process was that Moshe Rabbeinu um, obtained from, from Shemayim a deeper level of closeness for the Jewish people than we we ever had before. The level we had before was a level of, as a people, as a close bond to Hashem, we're supposed to do the mitzvahs. And therefore, it would seem that if we mess up, the whole relationship is messed up. So what happened over here is, I even saw somewhere that said that Hashem sort of brought it upon ourselves, brought it upon us, this whole mess, in order to teach future generations a lesson, that even when you mess up, it's possible to come back. And as a result of this whole thing, Moshe Ben Har Sinai goes back up a second and a third time, 
and he gets what's called the Yudgim Umidus Harachamim. The, the Yudgim Umidus Harachamim, Hashem Hashem Karachem Hachanim, which we say many times during Slichos, is a level of Chazal tells us that even when the Zchus of the Avos are replete, we empty out the Zchus of the Avos, whatever that means, the Yudgim Umidus Harachamim, Hashem's Rachmanis, never runs out. And he's teaching us something so deep over here that even when we mess up and we think that nothing's nothing's going to help us, we, we mess up so terribly, which we can't understand ourselves because if somebody slaps you in the face or somebody um, cheats you in business, we, we have a grudge against it. It's natural, human. We, we can't seem to trust the person again. But Hashem's level of Rachman goes beyond that level of, of obviously, of beyond human level. And he wants to teach us here that Hashem's level of Yigimomidos goes is so strong, he's just waiting for us to do tshuva. And it's, it's a... It's a, it's a level which Hashem is teaching us something now that's very new and, very, and right now, that even though we sin, we can come back to Him. It's interesting, I want to read, that's why Tshuva preceded the world, because Hashem first said He wanted to make the world of Midas din, and He changed His mind to make a Midas Rachman. What does that mean? What does that mean? So the explanation of that, I heard, was that Hashem wants to teach us even before making the world that there's a concept of Tshuva, that even He Himself sort of changed His mind. He Himself had a change of heart, so to speak. And therefore, he wanted to perceive the world to know, we should know for ourselves, that the idea of tshuva is even before the world. So this is what the Yudgimus Rachim is connecting us to, Hashem's unlimited Rachim for us. Now, with that being said, that's the biggest lie the Yitzhar wants to teach us. He wants to teach us and connect us and limit us to our own understanding of what we would do if somebody um, sinned against us. Meaning, we tell ourselves, oh, I did an Avera, I did terrible Averos. How could a Kashbahu possibly want me back after I did these terrible Averos? So therefore, I just give up, or do more Averos, or just, you know, whatever, I'll become cynical, because I know that I'll never be a Tzaddik. So that's the biggest lie that the Yitzhara tells us, and that's the biggest lie that we have to reject 100%. And we have to know that almost like a, as if a Kashbahu set it up that we're going to fail. And now we have to do tshuva. And Hashem wants us so badly to do tshuva. He loves us so much. He can't wait for us to do tshuva. He's waiting for us. That's what the Yugam and the is teaching us. Not to accept that lie. Hashem loves us like a child is loved by his parent. Even though the child doesn't do well in school. Even though the child messes up. The love for the, the parent has for the child is unending. And Hashem's just waiting for us. So we have to. our job is to learn from this crazy story of the Cheda Egel. And to know that even after we did whatever we did, we can come back to a Father that's waiting for us with open arms. With open arms, 100%. And not to allow ourselves to feel that Hashem doesn't like us because we messed up. No, Hashem loves us and will never stop loving us. The interesting halacha that Rambam brings in the end of, in Hechus Yom Kippurim. And he says that, the, I may have mentioned this here before, that Yom Kippur is only mechaper for someone that believes that it's mechaper. If imam and bekaparasai, it's mechaper. If you don't believe it, it's not mechaper. So we have to understand that Kosh Baruch Hu's endless kindness is exactly that, endless. Hashem loves us so, so much. We should be to feel the love that Kosh Baruch has for us and reciprocate. Have a good Shabbos.